Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications for notifications that when we release a new video. And, of course, comment and upvote down below. We'd appreciate it very much. We're growing like a weed over here on this channel. And, you know, we're adding perspectives and we're adding, honestly, we're working on our After Dark channel. The other channel that is going to be more, much more varied than the Locked On channel. Looking at TV and movie reactions and, heck, there's going to be an Ole Miss baseball podcast on there. And, you know, stuff like that. We're working on a Mississippi high school show to be on that channel as well. So we want it to be um, completely random. Off the rails is kind of the brand of that channel. And, of course, the main show on that channel is SEC After Dark, where I'm joined by Corey Burton, um, Jake Thomas, and Jeb Beecham, all of which support different SEC teams. And we just kind of goof off and talk about what's happening. Our real strength is football season. But right now, I I mean, we're going to get a little bit off the rails as well. So that's Wednesday nights. At 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, SEC after dark as well. So, in this linebacker room post-spring report card, you know, we talked about all the time that questions are the thing du jour, honestly, with this Ole Miss football team defensively. And that is just because this team has recruited, and recruited honestly pretty well, to this 3-2-6 that they were running to where you have a lot of box safeties, a lot of in-between type players that makes a change a little bit more difficult. So players like Ladarius Tennyson, you know, you wonder about players like that. Santarian Perkins even coming in, although I think he is going to be absolutely fine. And just for so everybody knows, I watched multiple practices. He played linebacker every time. Not defensive back, linebacker. He was probably a Will or a Sam at 215 pounds. I expect him to be a linebacker at Ole Miss. I I think about him from time to time at Husky um, or a Husky-type position, the hybrid defensive back linebacker that is a part of this defense. But I don't know if you want the other team to be able to scheme him away from the line of scrimmage. So it might be a situation where he comes in like Patrick Willis and plays behind Monty Montgomery. He probably gets 20 or 30 snaps a game or something like that because he's just a terrific football player. Anytime he steps on a football player, he's the best player on it. That That's what we noticed last year. But do you do that or do you put him in that hybrid position to where if he's covering that, People can run him off the line of scrimmage. They can eliminate his effectiveness. Or would it look a little bit like Tony Connor did in 2014? I These are just questions that I'm asking out loud because I am intrigued at how they're going to use Ontarian Perkins because, honestly, we're not 100% sure. To me, he is a prototypical, like, will linebacker in the spread offense role. You need to figure out a way to put 10 pounds on him. You need to get him to 225 and turn him loose towards the line of scrimmage. Let him cover tight ends. Let him cover the early part on RPOs on slot receivers. I think he would do a really good job at that, and then somebody can handle 
into the husky type role that we're kind of expecting him to fit in. Honestly, if you're listening to this show in the comment section down below, how would you handle Suntarian Perkins in year one at Ole Miss, knowing that he's probably coming to Ole Miss in between 210, 215 pounds? That, I mean, that's what we're expecting. Knowing that, how would you handle year one with a player like Suntarian Perkins? He's going to play. We know that. It's just how is he going to play? Is it going to be a mix and match thing where he plays a little husky and he also plays a little bit of will to where you can move him around, kind of like Harold Perkins did last year? I don't think he's going to play middle linebacker. I, I think that Ashanti Seastrunk and Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste is going to have that on lock. And people worried about Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste and Monty Montgomery realized that it was 15 practices. And by the time the season starts, it's going to be completely different players going through a similar situation to get a little bit more comfortable with their surroundings and what's going on. And all of this stuff, it can really, really help them in the fall. I do think the starting linebackers are going to be Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste and Monty Montgomery. I think Monty Montgomery is a headache-type player. And I think Monty Montgomery is going to allow you to be able to put Suntarian at that Husky position when you want a 4-3 athletically, whenever you are playing against a team that wants to run the football, like whenever Alabama, we play Alabama next year, when they want to run the football, and, and this isn't the Alabama the past couple of years. Saban has completely reverted to pre-Lane Kiffin years because he saw what Georgia did. You're going to see tight ends get used. You're going to see them pound the running back. You're going to see them play field position and time of possession. All of the things that were benchmarks of Nick Saban in 2010, 2011, 2013, you are going to see that come back. So in games like that, when Ole Miss plays Georgia, games like that, and you want a 3-4 or a 4-3 type look, does Centarian play that Husky role a little bit more just because you want him near the line of scrimmage? I think it's 4-2-5 or 3-4 based off the jack. But, you know, we need a jack. We have to find a jack. And we can talk about a jack again, even though we talked about it yesterday because it's a hybrid defensive line linebacker position. Sam Williams would have been perfect to be a jack. Absolutely phenomenal. He was kind of perfect for what he did anyway. But you get my point. We'll see what this defense does. I think Ashanti Seastrunk has a chance to be a performer as well. I think, honestly, once they start mixing and matching, the two you're going to see on the field at the same time is probably Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste and Ashanti Seastrunk. And then, situationally, Perkins and Montgomery, maybe a Snoop White, um, comes into the fold as well. There's a situation where Ole Miss is going to try and run a true 3-4. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, but I think it's like in short yardage, you put three, you know, J.J. Pegues, Jamon Gordon to go with the Josh Harris, and then on the outside you put Jared Ivey and Cedric Johnson. Those are your outside backers. I think that is the 3-4 and the direction that they're leaning that way. It's a lot of interesting stuff. I'm really fired up about um, what could happen, but there's a lot of questions on this defense. And this next podcast, tomorrow's podcast, 
we're going to talk about the either the cornerbacks or the safeties, and it's going to be all questions, just questions all over the field. I mean, it's it's questions the rest of the week, but you know why we enjoy college football? Questions, these things, these hope things. It's not a, necessarily about blind loyalty or anything like that, but it is about hope and what you can get out of it. I'm pretty fired up. Uh, yeah, it's nothing new to say, but I'm pretty fired up about what the defensive line and linebacker can become if everything goes well. Understandingly admitting that there are a ton of questions on the D-line and the linebacker position. It's one of the reasons this offense is being built up so much, and they're trying to find playmakers wherever they can. They want to be in a position to where if a shootout happens, they're going to be fine. That is why Lane Kiffin is doing the things the way he is doing. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show, John Gillespie or Derek Vandy Griff, um, depending on life and what's going on. Um, like I said, John couldn't make it today, but he's going to say he's going to do it the rest sometime later in the week. We're going to talk Elite 11 once he comes on as well. But tune in for that as well, and I hope everybody had a great Tuesday. We are well into it now. And um, Sirius XM, the partnership, we're going to start plugging games that are on TV, uh, on the radio there, and what channel you can listen to them. You can tune in for that, heck, into the fall, because every Ole Miss game will be on Sirius XM radio then. So that will be pretty cool as well. But I hope everybody has a good day. Um, watch your other videos, follow, subscribe, have a good time. And, of course, have fun following Ole Miss sports because that's the reason we started doing this is so people could have fun again. If you do that, everything will be all right. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.